Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the TNT Devotional here at New Hope Church. If you have never been with us here before, my name is Howard, and I am the campus pastor for our Alvin campus. Woo! Yay, Alvin. Um, and before we go any further, in fact, let's do this right here. Before we go further, let me say this. For those that weren't able, for those that were able to make it, wasn't it awesome to get back together in the buildings this past weekend? Wasn't it great, man? It was great. We had some good crowds, and we're still adhering to um, some new protocols, but man, there was a lot of energy in the room. And then we got to stay afterwards and, and do baptisms after church. I think we had 44 families, uh, many with multiple members across the four campuses that, that got baptized there at the campuses. And, I, and I'm so looking forward to this weekend. We're going to see the video uh, of all the folks who submitted their baptism videos for our Baptisms Everywhere campaign. And I'm just telling you, that is going to be very cool. It's going to be very, very cool. But um, it was also great just to see some friends to see some of my friends, to be able to worship together. Here's something cool. We got to open the doors, and then what happened? We had new families at all campuses. We had new families at all four campuses. Finally, through all this time, we were able to open the doors, and God sends us new families. And then one of our extra special guests were these little gem donuts. Thank you, Cafe. Thank you for that. But I'm just saying, it, it felt really good and to top it all off, we had a great lesson from Pastor Tim. So whether you were at one of the campuses or you were one of the thousands and thousands of folks, man, every time I say that, it just blows my mind. The thousands and thousands of folks joining us via one of our online platforms. Man, I think we can all just agree that uh, it was a great weekend. It was a great weekend. But if you have never joined us for one of these before, I mean, maybe you got invited by a friend, maybe you just stumbled across our page. We meet here every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 a.m. for some devotional time. And uh, we read some scripture together and we share some time in, together just being encouraged. And some of that encouragement comes from us reading God's word. And some comes because whether we gather here in an online platform, we are still a church. We are still a church with some great folks in it. In fact, let's, let's look at see some of the people that are joining us um, over on YouTube. I see Lawan Everett. Hey, Lawan. Gordon S. Tabitha Brigham. Elizabeth Bloomfield. Uh, over on Facebook. Let's see, we got uh, Don Brock, Debbie Moore, Ron Smith. Hey, man. Uh, Bob Jarman. Oh, Bob. And we still want to share this time with one another. And for us to be able to do this, I encourage you to, to let us know where you're joining us from in that comment section. You know, just type in, hey, joining from Pasadena. Hey, joining from Timbuktu. Good morning. And we would also love it if you would share any prayer needs that you have as well. We have a lot of great folks on here that would love to pray for you. One of the things that I found pretty funny is that I'm, I'm kind of an old guy now. I'm, no, that's not news. And, and, and I must be slowing down because, you know, I'm watching and, and I see that. And I'm also watching the prayer request come by and then I see a prayer request. And so I click on it to comment and I immediately start praying for it. And then I go to type and, and tell them that I'm praying for it. And I look and there's already like 12 or 15 folks that have beat me to the punch. 
But I'm not complaining because I, I'm saying there's no such thing as too much prayer. Can I get an amen for that? No such thing as too much prayer, too many people praying for you. But just all that to say, we'd love to pray with you. So please, if you've got a prayer need, just type it into the comment section. Galatians 2 tells us that we are to carry one another's burdens. And it says, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. So that's one of the things we're called to do as a church. So let us do that. Let us pray for you and let us help you carry your burden. I was with you last Thursday and I told you that we all have things that we know that we know. You remember that? We, we know that we know certain things. When all else is failing, when all else has fallen to pieces, there are things that we just know that we know and, and they keep us grounded even in tough times. I gave a few of the things that I know that I know, and they included some things like the fact that I know that God created me. I know that God loves me. I know that God saved me. And I know that God has a plan for me. And, and, and so when I get into a storm or a bad place or when I'm in a situation where I'm unsure of myself, I just can't see what's ahead, what's coming. Those are the things that I hold on to. Those are the things. And that's where I get my reassurance. So if you have your Bible with you today or your Bible app on your smartphone and you want to follow along, um, today I thought we could look at one of my favorite Psalms. This is Psalm 46. Psalm 46. So if you've been around for a while, some of you may know that when I was a younger man, I used to write songs and very humbled that we were able to sing some of those songs here at church. And one of my favorite songs was a song called Be Still, Be Still. And over the years, I, I was really blown away to know that there were people that really connected with it and said that it brought them comfort. My wife, Charlene, and I, we've shared it with a lot of people over the years that were going through health crises and relationship problems and family issues and all kinds of things. And that song, Be Still, is based off this Psalm 46. And so what I want to do is I just want to read through it today, and I want to give you three things that I think it tells us about God. So starting in verse 1, Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. So right here, um, this psalm is telling us that God is our protector. I mean, it's describing the worst scenario imaginable, right? This is an earthquake so severe that mountains are crumbling and falling into the sea and foaming waters raging out of control. Now, this is obviously hyperbole, right? This is hyperbole. This is not a real event, but here's the deal. Tell me the truth. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like that? That everything in your life that was stable and secure like a mountain is now crumbling and falling. Maybe it was the loss of someone very close to you, a spouse, parent, special friend. Maybe it was a bad diagnosis. Maybe it was a job loss that you never saw coming. Maybe you owned a business and COVID killed it. I know that we have some folks in that boat. 
in our area, it could have been an actual storm, maybe a hurricane. And you stood in your living room like me and my parents did, watching water rush in and just everything we own getting destroyed. So where is our protection in those moments? I think there's a, a, a faulty theology out there. In fact, I know there's a faulty theology out there that when we are walking in his light that we won't have troubles. That it's always smooth sailing. Every day is a holiday, you might say, and all of our lights are green. That God is going to protect us from pain, from troubles, from storms. I remember talking with a very good friend a few years ago, good dude, and, and he was asking my counsel on how to speak to his son, who was very angry at God because his wife of just less than three years had just up and walked out on him. She wasn't mad at him, told him she still loved him, but she just didn't like how her life was headed, and she didn't want to be married anymore. So they had known each other a long, long time. So after years and years of dating and courtship and getting married and buying a house and planning a family, the guy's just short of 30 years old and his entire life plan has crumbled. He was in a storm. Where was his protection? Here's some truth for us this morning. In this life, we will have problems. And I know that because Jesus told me that. And John chapter 16, verse 33, he said, in this world, you will have trouble. Right there, he tells us to expect it. But then he says, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So God doesn't protect us from pain and troubles and storms. He protects us in pain, in trouble, in the storm. So we don't need to fear when troubles come because God is our protector and he will see us through. Now, dropping down to verse 4, we see God is also our provider. It says, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Now, we know in the Old Testament times that God's presence dwelled in Jerusalem, in the temple. And the Israelites knew that as long as that was the case, that God would provide for them. Uh, his presence here is described as a peaceful flowing river through the city, as opposed to the raging waters we read about in verse 3. Then in verse 6, it says, Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So another quick, cool song note for those fans of traditional hymns and such. It is said that this psalm, Psalm 46, is the one who inspired Martin Luther to write the hymn. A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. It's early. Um, obviously a bulwark being a, a wall or an embankment that's built up to protect. So this whole idea that, that God protects and provides for his people. And he did. In fact, many scholars think this psalm, Psalm 46, was written by King Hezekiah after Jerusalem had withstood a siege by the Assyrians. So they're praising Jehovah for his presence and his providing. 
Now, we know that eventually they turned away from him, that his presence left the city, that he ceased protecting and providing for them, and eventually they lost Jerusalem altogether. But at the time that this psalm was written, Jerusalem was in good standing with God. All right, back to verse 8. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolutions he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. So he's saying, look and see, guys. Look and see what God has done. He is more powerful than anything on earth. We've already seen that he is more powerful than natural disasters. And now he is more powerful than armies and all of their weapons. And then we get to verse 10, the key verse for me. He says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And then he repeats this line again. It's almost like the chorus of a song. He says, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And so I think the third thing that we can determine from this is that God is our peace. God is our peace. And that's why I wanted to go here today because... Honestly, guys, I mean, I see a lot of turmoil all around me. People's lives are under stress, family, finances, jobs, relationships. There's storms all around us. And God is telling us to trust him and know. Trust him and know that he is God. So what do I know that I know? I know that he is God. And that gives me peace. When everything is out of control, when I can't see what's happening next, I can have peace because I know that he is God and I know that he does what only he can do. And that's where I wanna encourage you today. You might be in a tough season. You might feel like you are in a storm where everything is raging around you or you might feel like you're walking in a desert and you have no idea which direction to go. This psalm reminds us that God is our ever-present help, ever-present help in times of trouble. And because of that, we should not fear. And he encourages us to be still and know. Know that you know that you know that you know that he is God. Well, that's all I have for us today. But I do want to remind you again that we are in our Life Group Connect period. And honestly, we want every single one of you to get connected to a life group. Whether it's you joining an existing group that has some room in it or starting one yourself. We have groups that meet both online and in person pretty much every day of the week. And I'm just telling you, to get started looking for a group that's, that's already meeting, you can text the word groups. Text the word groups to 642123 and you'll get a link to the group finder. I was out there on it yesterday looking at it. We've got groups for couples, open groups, groups for men, groups for women. I mean, there's all kinds of groups out there. And because we are wanting everyone to get in a group, we need to start some new groups. And if you'd be willing to do that, if you'd be willing to help us start a new group, I'm just telling you that would be awesome. Here's what we're asking for. We're asking for an eight-week commitment to do that, eight weeks. And here's the deal, we have video curriculum that you'll use, we have leader notes, we have all the questions that you need to ask to facilitate the discussion. We can even match you up with one of our more experienced leaders. I'm telling you, you can do this, you can do this. 
Because here's this, I'll let you in a little secret. We want you to love it. We want to give you everything you could possibly need so that you will enjoy it and help you get the most out of it. And I'm just telling you, if you're ready to do that, if you're ready to step up and help us start a group, text the word serve. Text the word serve to 642-123. That'll send you through our volunteer link and you just check on life groups and then you go and check on adult leader. And I'm telling you, it's only an eight week commitment. You can come to me after eight weeks and say, Howard or Pastor Mike, hey, thank you so much for the opportunity. Had a great time, but that's all we're gonna be in for, we're gonna. And we're gonna say, great, thank you so much for helping us. But our prayer is that a lot of these groups are gonna keep going. I mean, my two groups started out like this. They were both single studies. And people in the group said, hey, let's keep this thing going. And, you know, I say it all the time. I've got one that's been going longer than 15 years. And last night it was cool. We all got together. We all went to dinner together. We've been meeting online, but we said, hey, let's get together for a dinner and at least the ones who can. And so several of us did. And I'm just telling you, it was great. It was great because we know each other. And we share with each other what's going on in our lives. And here's the deal. It didn't happen in a week. It took some time, right? But I'm telling you this, that when you invest in people and have loving relationships with one another, that's the good stuff, guys. It really is. That's the good stuff. And that's why it's so important for me to get you guys connected to a group. Trust me. It's not like I get a bonus if all you guys get into a group. I just know from experience that life is better when we do it together. Life is better when we do it together. Amen. All right, let me go ahead and pray for us. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for being our ever-present help in times of trouble. To know that the, the, the God of, of all creation with, with power over all this world and everything in it loves us and cares for us enough to be our protector and our provider and ultimately, Lord, our peace. To know that is just more than I can comprehend. Help us, Lord, to know that we know that you are God. Help us to continue to overcome all this noise and, and, and stuff that's surrounding us in our country, to be able to, to live lives worthy of the calling you have given us, Lord, and just never lose sight of the fact that everything we do, God, everything we say should be to your glory. We thank you, Lord. It's in your name we pray, Lord. Amen. All right, guys, see you this weekend.